0: Because our theme this year is the church as home, as family, as community, as place of belonging where I know other people and I'm known by them. So here are two statistics from Sainsbury's recent Living Well research. 9.1% of Britons never meet socially with friends, relatives or co-workers, never. 21.4% so less than once a month. Now, these are people of all ages. They're not just the elderly or housebound or singles. And they are almost totally cut off from community, from belonging, from friendship. But to the loneliness in society, and astonishingly, we're told, even especially among young adults, we have the best story to tell. And, you know, at our best, we're telling that story brilliantly, both in word and in deed here at St Mark's. St Mark's as a home, a family. Sometimes we're not telling the story very well, and our vision this year is about doing it better, home life. And that's why we called the annual vision celebration in March a housewarming party. Now, it's not just our idea. Jesus spoke of the people of God as family with a home. In John chapter 14, he said, My father's house has many rooms. I'm going to prepare a place for you. And we chose for our verse for this year Luke chapter 14, verse 23, from the parables, the stories of Jesus that we've been exploring this summer. Go, urge, go out. And urge everyone you find to come in that my house will be filled. Do you see, Jesus wants his house filled. He wants his home, the Christian church family, buzzing with people. And every member of the family is to be a home builder. Helping people to come home to God. Now, that includes ourselves and one another already within the church family, because every child of God can say, past, present, and future, first of all, I have come home. That's in the past, like the lost sheep we thought about a week or two ago. Peter once said, the Apostle Peter, for you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned. Past tense, you have come home. But also in the present, I am coming home. I'm homeward bound. I'm on the journey still. Jesus and the Father promised to make their home in us in this life. Charlie spoke on that at the church weekend. But also in the future, one day I will go home. I will go home to the place prepared for me by Jesus. And he wants it full not just those of us who are already home, but full of our friends, colleagues, family, neighbors, and strangers. Now, that's why we put it as a question Would you risk the house for the sake of the home? And what that meant was would we invest our hospitality, our money, our time, our love, our prayers, our testimonies, our stories, our serving? for the sake of capturing this vision of church as home, home life. This is an idea of what it feels like. Uh, Krish Kandaya, rather symptomatically, symbolically, runs an organisation called Home for Good. It's about adoption and fostering, and incidentally he's speaking here next month at the GLS. But he wrote this recently. The little boy was playing in the street, kicking the dust, jumping off walls. My wife happened to walk past him with our five children, which caught the lad's attention. He watched from a distance for a while and then plucked up the courage to jog over and ask, are you going to a party? My wife quickly replied, yes, we are. We call it church. Go and check with your mum and you can come with us. That little boy ran home and was back in a couple of minutes with a huge smile on his face. That Sunday he stayed for a cup of hot chocolate and left before the service began. But he was back the next Sunday and the week after that and pretty soon he had brought his mother, his brother and a couple of his cousins. Eight years later, they are an integral part of our church. One of the most moving stories Uh, moments of those years was when the boy's mother was baptised. Standing waist high in water she explained a little of her traumatic childhood, her years living rough and something of the struggles of trying to hold her own family together. Her face shone and her voice clearly articulated her love for the God who had found her and welcomed her home. The idea that had caught her son's imagination was that church was like a party that he and his family were invited to. Until then, they'd sadly mostly experienced what it was like to be excluded. But the discovery that church wasn't so much an event you turn up to as a family you belong to was life changing for them. It was life changing for the whole church. So that's it. And my question in March and my question again today for us, do we think like that? When we came in here this morning, did we think, I'm coming home? I'm going to a party. We don't live in the world and go to church. We are the church and it's where we belong. We're at home. And can I say, if you're new joining St. Mark's, you are not like guests in someone else's home, but part of the family. Now, we've been thinking of our immediate family, the church here, our extended family across the world, and those that we pray will become our future family. But of course, helping people come home to God is not a program. It's not a strategy, it's not a course or a policy or a mere vision statement or strapline. It's a way of life. It's an attitude, it's a it's a habit of mind. It's to be an obsession. Here's a picture of what it might look like. Many of you will know Simon Gilbo, one of our mission partners. He, his wife Lizzie, and their three children have just returned for the teenagers' schooling. They've come back from war-torn Burundi, one of the most dangerous places in the world to live. They had buried themselves for decades in pioneering and establishing Christian communities in Burundi. And so a few weeks ago, they settled back, uh, for how long, I don't know, but to a little village near Bath, Now, we're familiar with our returning mission partners. Uh, Many of them are tired, even fatigued, or near burnout. All are in need of a rest. Some are needing medical attention for acute tropical diseases, as Simon himself does. Others, we offer counseling for traumatic stress. Others are suffering reverse culture shock. And we pour whatever resources we can towards them. We understand that, and we sympathize with it. But this is how Simon wrote last week. I continue to feel so utterly grateful to God for his goodness to us. I almost pinch myself at how happy I am. I'm hungry for God, getting out of bed at the crack of dawn to walk four or five miles with him before the kids wake up. Praising and praying through my prayer list, listening to Bible in a year. After last week's buzzing housewarming party with about 60 folk, I'm now starting a regular Tuesday lunch club, as there are plenty of lonely old people along the street. So within our first month of being here, because I've knocked on 76 doors, we find ourselves as connected as anyone else on the street. I've been invited into a number of homes, and people are so warm after the initial reluctance, I bet they are. Who's this mad missionary who's come? Lord, use us for your glory. There are so many needs, very different ones from Burundi, but needs nevertheless. I'm trying to be very intentional in using our newness in the community to develop relationships. Now, do you see? The most serious bug Simon has caught from Africa is not his malaria or his dengue fever, both of which he suffers from. It's helping people come home to God. He'll never get rid of it. It's endemic in his system now. Whether he's in Burundi or Bath, in a poverty-stricken slum or a privileged English village, among young people or old people, black African ancestor worship or white Anglican folk religion, it's the same. Helping people come home to God. He can't stop doing it. That's why I began. It's not just a programme of events. It's not a strategy or a course or a strapline. It's a way of life. Let's stand, shall we? And as the band come up, just think to yourself, maybe lift your heart to the Lord in prayer. Lord, what are you prompting me to do? How are we helping people come home to God? How could I get involved? Inviting. Here's a few ideas. Just look up at the screen. For some of us, This service is a prompt to become a member, to join. Some of us will be saying, this happens every year at this time. Some of us are saying, if that's what the vision is, if that's what it's all about, count me in. Sign me up. Well, actually, you have to sign yourself up. Become a member. There's a card outside. Or is it one of these other things get involved in one of the serving teams. We've mentioned two or three, but these cards um, fill in whatever you want to to ask about and put it in the basket on the way out and will help you get involved in serving on a team, which is primarily not because the term team needs you, but because you need to serve to be fulfilled and really a part of this church family. You need to serve. I need to serve for our own Christian development. Or is it setting your alarm for 1423? You've got my permission to get out your phone now. Pray for a few friends that your longing might come home to God. Is it inviting a friend to Alpha to just, just to that evening, the launch, the 23rd? Come and pray with us for the persecuted the morning of October the 10th, if your work schedule allows that, 7 o'clock in the morning. Is it time to start giving financially to this? Because money means ministry. The more money we get, the more ministry we can do. It's as simple as that. Do you want to get involved in World Mission or at least begin to find out more about it? Uh, My dear friends, I'm hoping as you look at that list, you're saying to yourself, I tick off not just one of them, but maybe two or three, several of them.